Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Welcome into the Golf Channel podcast presented by Top Golf. I am Jay Coffin, filling in for the trusty host, Will Gray, who's spending time with his beautiful little girl. But I have uh, I've managed to lure one Brandel Chambly into the studio to sit down and talk to me about the year, about 2018 and everything that happened from top to bottom. Brandel, what's going on, buddy? Oh, it's nice to be here, Jay. Yeah. Um, you know, what's going on is we're, we're still, um, I think all of us in the golf world, are in a bit of a state of shock. <laughs> Um, you know, no disrespect to what Brooks Kepka did, uh, mm-hmm. because I could, I could guarantee you not many people saw that coming. Uh, that was extraordinary, you know, um, to uh, up his major total to three. But with all due respect, nobody had ever, ever seen anything like what Tiger Woods did uh, in the history of golf. It's never been done. And, and um, you could argue in the history of sports, nobody's ever overcome what Tiger did to have the year he had. So it was great for golf, and it was uh, incredibly um, dramatic to watch. Yes, it was. So let's start with him, and then after Tiger, we'll kind of go into everything else that happened. I mean, we've only got a half hour or so, so it's impossible. We'll kind of just hit all, hit all the highlights. But with, with Tiger, I mean, we can take it anywhere. It was a roller coaster year from him, like from the, the beginning of the year and missing the, kit, the cut at – Riviera to having a chance to win at Valspar and then not playing very well at the Masters, playing terribly at the U.S. Open, <laughs> having a chance to win the Open, the PGA, winning the Tour Championship, playing terribly at the Ryder Cup. It was a roller coaster year, but it's fun to finally be talking about him for what happened on the golf course yeah. as opposed to not yeah. playing and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just terrific. It was. You know, as a, as a golfer ages, as an athlete ages, they have hurdles that just get thrown in front of them. But the hurdles that were thrown in front of Tiger, um, a pole vaulter couldn't have gotten over. Um, the first question, the biggest question, was what will be the state of his body? Mm-hmm. And it looked very early on, even by L.A., that his body was fine because mm-hmm. he had the speed and he kept saying that he wasn't hurting. So the body very quickly got checked off as solved. The next biggest question, and maybe the biggest question, at least in my eyes, uh, arguably in the history of the game, is, is his chipping. I'd never seen anybody chip as poorly as him. Uh, it was, by any definition, the chipping yips. Mm-hmm. By any definition, it was the chipping yips. And for him to overcome that, not just to overcome it, but chip better than he's ever chipped in his yeah. career was miraculous. And then then it, it, by Honda, it was no longer a question of if but when mm-hmm. he would win. There was no question he was going to win. It was going to happen. Um, and, you know, it, it happened. And, and, you know, without sort of a major championship, uh, just about as 
most dramatic ways you could uh, imagine the last event of the year. So it was extraordinary. Uh, it, it, you know, the thing about Tiger is his golf swing has, it doesn't just change year to year, it changes week to week. Uh, more than any other player I've ever seen. If you watch Justin Rose swing a golf club, this week at the Hero, it's going to look just like it did at the Tour yeah. Championship. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Tiger Woods were swinging into out or over the top or shorter than he was at the Tour Championship. From L.A. last year to Honda, his mm -hmm. golf swing got a foot longer. Mm -hmm. A foot. Now that foot bought him a lot of time in transition, and that made all the difference. The changes that he made from L.A. to Honda last year mm -hmm. were the reason why, after Honda, it was game, set, match. He will win again. Mm -hmm. uh, at L.A., I wasn't so sure because his swing was far too short. And you, as, like I said, when you get to be that age, you need time and transition, and uh, especially with the way Tiger Woods moves into the golf ball so aggressively. Um, he needed time and transition. He gained that time at Honda, and that made all the difference. And then he had at the, the, the two majors, the Open and the PGA. It, it's sort of you're right, it was sort of a matter of when, but those two still showed us that he still did need to learn how to win again, mm -hmm. right? The game's greatest greatest yeah. champion, greatest winner, still needed to have a couple close calls before he got the mother of them all at the end of the year, right? Yeah, you know, he's since he came back from post-scandal, he just has not been the same person on Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. You know, he, he was extraordinary on Saturdays. Uh, in 2018, yes. so yep. I'll, I'll certainly give him that, but he wasn't the same person on Sundays. Uh, and look, there's no denying that the golf was, was great, but he's, he's still not the driver of the golf ball he used to. He doesn't right. have a golf swing. He's got an iron golf swing. You know, yes. his, his, Which his, is terrific. Yeah, it's terrific. Was terrific this year. Terrific. He's the, he's the best iron player statistically that's ever been measured, and I'd argue he's right there with Hogan and Nicholas, maybe surpassed them. Um, but he just no longer has a good driver mm -hmm. golf swing. He doesn't move. He doesn't move pressure into his right side. He doesn't get stacked onto his trail leg. He doesn't have a big enough turn into his right hip. And it's just he was a hundredth in strokes gain off the tee, and that's what he will be this year unless he changes his golf swing again. So the majors that you alluded to stacked up perfectly for him. He was 74th in fairways hit at the Open. You don't win Opens doing that. Yeah. But because he could hit, I'm sorry, at the at the PGA Championship he was 74th. Um, but the golf course was so soft that it didn't matter if he was coming out of the rough, that he could still stop it on those greens. So it set up perfectly for him. And then the Open Championship, he didn't have to hit driver. He was fifth in fairways there because he could hit irons. So those two majors set up perfectly for him. The big question in this season, will can he win a major championship? And to do it, he's going to have to drive the ball better. Yeah, that's yeah. it. He's going to have to drive the ball better. Uh, like I said, you know, he'll run into a major that fits him perfectly the way mm -hmm. the PGA did or the way the Open did. But he's still, to increase his odds, and again, he's, he's on a the downslope of, of time. Sure. He's fighting father time. His, every time he tees it up, he's in more physical decline than he was the week before. It's not on the way up. He's on the way down. So he's... You know, in my mind, he's not through with his golf swing. He still needs to move more pressure into his right side. And that'll make him a better driver of the golf ball, which will increase his chances of winning a major championship. Wrapping up 2018 with Tiger before we, we move mm -hmm. on to everything else that happened, what's the, it's hard to say, put the victory aside, but what's the one thing that impressed you the most or you will remember the most about Tiger Woods and 2018? Is there his, a single thing? Yeah, his reaction after he won at the Tour Championship. Yeah, uh, Karen, it was genuine. Well, you know, Karen Krause, in the interview, tr tried to hit on it. 
she went for the reaction because it was a completely different reaction than he had ever had uh, in winning an event. And look, we've got all of his reactions. We could, we could cue them up right now and go through every single one of them. This one was more about, I, I think, proving to himself. Um, there was more elation in this one, mm -hmm. genuine, authentic elation in this one, because even he had said he was done. Mm -hmm. So when people say, you know, people say it to me all the time, you know, he proved you wrong. I'm like, yeah, he did, he happily. Proved he proved himself wrong, too. <laughs> yeah. He said he was done, okay, at the Masters. Yep. He, he leaned over and said to a Masters winner at the dinner who related it to Nick mm -hmm. Faldo, and then Nick Faldo told the story, but he said, I'm done, I'm cooked, I'm over, mm -hmm. I'm done. Well, I think in that little moment, he had that little moment where he's like, I am not done, not mm -hmm. done by a long shot. So that reaction stood out to me. I've seen him hit all those shots. I've never seen that reaction before. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. We've, we've seen 79 before that, and we had not seen it look like never, that. Never seen it look yeah, like that. that was good. All right, moving on. Where else do you want to go? 2018 kind of brought us, you, you <clears> mentioned <throat> Brooks Kepka, the Ryder Cup for better or the worst is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, you know, I, I mean, Phil <laughs> continues <laughs> to to yeah, be there Phil. Were no shortages um, of shortages. Yeah, the, I mean, what else are you going to remember about about 2018? Well, just in terms of, of of what could mean the most to the game, I think you know, Tiger Woods changed the physique of the PGA Tour. Um, <clears throat> he made it fitter. Um, mm -hmm. He made him taller. Uh, a player came along not in the 2018 season, but in 2018 by the name of Cameron Champ, mm -hmm. who I do believe has the potential to change the game in much the same way. If, if he continues to play well, I believe players like Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson and even Brooks Kepka, who are the longest hitters in the game of golf, but he's going to hit at 30 by them. Okay, He's going to hit at 30, 40. He's going to do to them what they did to Brent Snedeker. Okay? He's going to hit it that far by them. And that's a huge advantage. And he's going, to, he's going to force the upper echelon of this game, which resists with the lower body, to rethink the way they swing the golf club. They're going to have to load more into the right side and get deeper into the right hip to, to hang with him, which is what he does. So to see a player come along with that kind of, and look, he's got the perfect physique for the game of golf. He's got long arms like Ben Hogan. He's, uh, he's lean, but, but the golf swing that he has created is more along the lines of a what you see only in long driving contests. You see it in Bubba yeah, Watson too. Yeah, yeah. But Bubba's not quite the physical specimen as, as this kid is, and this kid has more of the elements than Bubba does. Um, so I, I think Cameron Champ has the ability to to be another game changer. To be another game changer, he already is, and, and I can't wait yeah. to watch him play this year. Um, you know, beyond that, you know, Phil continues to 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 entertain us with his golf. He, he you know, broke a drought, and then he he did he, he did some. You things. almost forget about him breaking the drought because of everything that happened afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, the goofy match he got on Twitter, the U.S. Open. I mean, good lord. I mean, it was it was Phil the thrill as much in 2018 as it's ever been. Yeah, it right? was. Yeah, he completely lost his mind at the he U.S. Open. He lost his damn mind. And uh, I thought the USGA would have. DQ'd him, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they should have walked him off the golf course. But, uh, but I mean, beyond that, I mean, he's yeah, look. I mean, people who do the kind of things that Phil did, um, you know, they're they're capable of giving us some bizarre moments. You know, he he does things. You know, mentally he goes to places nobody's ever been. He's that confident in himself. And so when you're that confident in yourself, you're going to say and do things that rub people the wrong way and that 
you know, anybody else who's seeking to conform would never do. Phil's not a conformist yep. at all. And uh, so as much as I criticized his behavior and the USGA's um, lack of, of, of doling out the proper punishment, let's, let's say, let's call it that, um, I, I applaud uh, his, his, uh, his individualism. I applaud his golf swing. I applaud the fact that he's been, kept his own count, even though he's always had all these teachers around him. Yeah. He's never, I guess he's changed his swing a little bit with Getson, a little bit, the takeaway. And, you know, I think his ball striking's fallen off because of it, personally. But, uh, but for the most part, he's maintained his own counsel. He's been his own man, mm -hmm. and, and, and there's a lot to learn in that. It's still, to me, not, not to, I mean, you're always going to group <laughs> Phil with Tiger just because, but it's, it's still amazing that in 2018, those two guys were as relevant as they've ever been. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not for the exact, not for the winning majors, but they've, yeah. they've made headlines as much in 2018. Yeah. Well, they're still mega they're stars. About, they're, you know they're, I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're out of this world. They're still mega stars, and there's still, you know, uh, a fascination with them everywhere they go. If they show up and at a tournament, the media wants to hear from them because Phil is never short of things to say. Mm -hmm. And you know, as as look, I, I thought the match was a terrible, yeah. ill-conceived event. But I have always said, if Tiger were chipping in his backyard, it would get a good rating well, on TV course. if they just put a camera back there. Because there's, you know, there's no question that Tiger is the, has, has played the greatest golf. So there's a lot of different ways to look at who the greatest players are in the history of the game. Jack has had the greatest career in the history of golf. But Tiger's played the greatest golf. The best golfer in history is Tiger. The best golfer who's had the best career is Jack, but nobody's ever seen anything like Tiger Woods, mm -hmm. um, and so he he is just as compelling athletically, but existentially, he's just as compelling as he used to be. You know, because you know we we all know he's fighting for other time, and and there's a bit of an underdog element to Tiger Woods yeah, now, where there's never, never seen. Good gosh, no, there was never that element. Yeah. Yeah, Tiger Woods, the underdog. A little bit, kinda, you know. Yeah, you're underdog fighting for right. the time. But it's, it's what makes it as compelling as, as, as it's ever been. Right, I've never but seen... Now that, it, now that he won, now they're, oh, well, now, now it's going to be a major. Now yeah. can, he, can he contend at a major again and win one? It's never going to end. <laughs> no, I mean... It's it, good for it, us. You know, it's, 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 it's not good for us. It's, it's great for us. It's yeah. great for golf. Yeah, it's great. All right, so Brooks Kepka. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning of the year, I mean, the guy... Didn't play the Masters. Didn't. I mean, he was a he was an afterthought through April. He was, you know, and and look, a lot of that, and and I know he gruffs at the fact that he doesn't get that many media requests, but uh, it's his own fault. Sure I, it I, it's his own fault. He didn't take a media tour after he won the U.S. Open last year, um, you know, and he is um, not that quotable. You know, he just hasn't been that quotable. It's not that anybody says he's a bad guy. He seems to be a great guy. He seems to be a nice guy. He seems to be a, a fabulous athlete, good for golf, he's great golf swing. He's, he's, he's phenomenal with the lead, all those things. But when you have achieved something uh, at the height of your sport and then you decline all media afterwards, uh, the media's not going to get to know you. People are not going to get to know you. Right. And, and so he declined the media tour. And then... You know, he was actually on my plane coming back from the Tournament of Champions uh, from Hawaii. And, you know, I, he was out. He was, you know, he was gone. And, you know, he was just, he didn't show up until the middle of the year. And there he is again winning the U.S. Open. 
And after he won that U.S. Open, it's like, okay, oh my God, this guy is <laughs> it's legitimately a, a monster talent. And I think the thing that's most amazing about Brooks Kepka is that scores of players have the talent to win major championships, but are not steely cool yeah. in a major. Scores of them. We, we could, you and I could sit here and, and for the next three minutes rattle off names of players good enough to win a major championship, but, but being steely cool in the heat of a major championship, that is rare territory. That's Tiger Woods territory. Mm -hmm. And to see somebody come along as steely cool as Tiger Woods in the heat of a major championship and then say things along the line. Now, now look, I'll give him credit for this. These were good quotes at the U.S. Open when he said, they're going to have to take this trophy from me. At the U.S. Open at Shinnecock, Wednesday, he said, Tuesday or Wednesday in the media center, he said, they're going to have to take this from me. Yeah, and they didn't. And they didn't. And, and you know, he said, I, you know, I'm, I, it was something to the effect of, you know, I'm, I'm here to win and I, you know, I believe in myself and, you know, who's better than me, words like that. I mean, they were, they were quotable, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. Um, and so he's not going to ever again show up with anonymity. Yeah, he's right. not going to ever get a pass. Yeah. I mean, he's won three majors now. And when he shows up at each one of these majors, we're going to get to know him better. And who knows, maybe we'll get to know him better yeah. and he'll become you know, much more of a personality and a draw in the game of golf. And that's what fascinated me about the, the PGA Championship is that he was the guy that Tiger Woods was trying to chase. The guy that Tiger created, yeah. for all intents and purposes, yeah. was the guy that Tiger was trying to catch. Yes. The, the only guy there that was not going to come back to Tiger or be intimidated by Tiger was the guy that Tiger was trying to catch for Tiger to win a first major in 10 years. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a big part of Tiger Woods' you know, impact in the game of golf is he not only brought about you know, taller, better athletes, and people will say, ah, there's always been athletes in the game of golf. Yeah, yeah, of course. Arnold Palmer was an athlete. Jack Nicklaus was an athlete. Gary Player was an athlete. But the number of tall, fit golfers far exceeds yeah. now what it was 30 years ago, what it was 50 years ago. So, yeah. Um, but also Tiger gave us the greatest example of mental strength the game had ever seen. Now, he didn't tell us what he was doing, but we got to see it. And, and he had no doubt that this, this generation, a golfer or two was gonna come along yeah. who was similarly inclined or impervious to pressure. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to the Ryder Cup. Okay. <laughs> we okay. can talk about this one for yeah. an hour on so we won't, right. but yeah. you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, I actually, I don't feel bad for Thomas Bjorn, but Thomas Bjorn's going to get his brilliance and genius for how he captained the European and said the right things and had the steely resolve that you're talking about mm -hmm. is going to get overlooked because of what a cluster it was on the American side. Yeah, that's a shame. You know, um, it much, is a shame. Much the same happened in 2014 when, yes. when Phil threw, yep. you know, um, yeah, through walks. I, I thought it was Phil's worst moment. It was even worse yeah. than his U.S. Open moment yeah. um, when he was completely classless in undressing. Uh, Tom Watson, and that not only um, was inappropriate, it detracted from the attention that the European team should have had yeah. in the captaincy of Paul McGinley, yep. which was brilliant. Yep. And Bjorn, you know, he's a fun-loving guy. I, I Look, I, Europe won that Ryder Cup. There were two moments when Europe won that Ryder Cup. When Ian Poulter made the putt in Houston to win. <laughs> They, they won that Ryder Cup. You could, you could make that argument. Okay? Yeah. 
You can make that argument. And when Tiger and Phil made the team, Europe won that Ryder Cup. Okay? Those are two cataclysmic moments for Europe. <laughs> Phil and Tiger on a team is almost a death sentence. And, and you could argue, not necessarily for their any, in their, anything they're doing. Right. It's just that you've got two alpha males. And two alpha males, um, and I actually wrote a column about this that appeared yeah. on the yeah. website, the, the, you know, golfchannel.com. This goes back to the beginnings of history. When you have two alpha males in a room, it disrupts the room. And, and that's been proven by Tiger and Phil on, on Ryder Cups. It's been proven long before that. But then again, you know, you had, uh, you know, the video that Rory McIlroy put out where they were in the car and Ian Poulter was in the yeah. car and they were teasing Thomas Bjorn about, I, can't, I don't even know what it cryo was. Chamber. Cryo they chamber. Each, they needed 12 of them. They needed 12 of them. And Tom, you could hear Thomas <laughs> Bjorn on the other side kind of going, well, I can't say no, exactly. but how do I say yes? These things are really expensive. And yeah. it, was, it was just great fun. And you thought, you know, that... Look, it is as simple as that. They, 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 they really do have, have a good time with it, and, and that makes them play better as a team. You know, Rory's an alpha male. Yeah. Um, you know, He's Lee, figured it out. The, the whole European team is, you know, you could argue they're, they're alpha males, but... But not that week. But not that week they're not, you know. I mean, how else do you explain Fleetwood and Molinari to be... You know, there, there are rarely Fleetwood and Molinari-type scenarios on the American team. Right, the unheralded player that jumped up and went five and zero or four zero. I mean, those those two were magic. They were you know, at, they were at a time where you didn't you didn't expect that. You know, yeah. Rory, Rom, Stenson, Rose. Yeah, but the golf course players it's set up for them. The golf course set up greatly for them. I mean, you know, the look again. The way the golf courses are set up on the PGA Tour had a lot to do with the fact that the U.S. Ryder Cup team played so poorly there. Golf courses are set up to allow players to drive it all over the place with impunity. Um, the golf course in France had narrow fairways yeah, yeah. and thick rough. And, you know, you got guys on the European side, Henrik Stenson, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, Francisco Molinari, yeah. and, and, and several others who their calling card is picking the bark off either side of a tree, you know. Um, so it was, it was set up uh, for them to win, and, and what happened there was not at all a surprise to me. Not at all. You think the home team's going to win more often than not in a Ryder Cup over the next 10 years if they continue to do this? Well, the, the home... Side, side note, totally, but... Yeah, the, the, but, I mean, you can go back, and I have. I mean, the home team has a three, almost a three-point advantage. And as competitive as golf has gotten you know, globally, and you saw that with the how many of those 24 players were in the top 25 yeah. in the world rankings. Yeah. I think it was 22 or in the top 24 in the world ranking, or 25. Uh, that's how competitive it is. So, yeah, the home course advantage, the home country advantage should have an impact. And, and any more, even though there's a sort of a goodwill agreement that they're not going to touch the golf course. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, that, the course superintendent happens to be from whatever country it's in. Of course. So he's going to set it up to whatever direction the captain... Uh, assesses so it's still amazing to me that I, I, I everything you said I agree with it's still amazing to me that 12 world-class Americans could go there and all but two play miserably 
I, I they, get what you're saying. I, I understand. Terrible. I know. I know. It still was. Strokes gained. Strokes gain is a relative metric. I know you're right. It's still hard for my brain yeah. to think that 12 of the best players in the entire world could go there and stink up the play. Who, who played the best there? Justin Thomas. Jordan Spieth played well. Yeah, they, they did. They Finau, played well. The nine, nine, well. Yeah. the nine other players played awful. I get they're yeah. still world-class players, though. Shouldn't they have played better than they played? Now, again, you know, you 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 can't play Missing from putts, thick hitting it in the water. I mean, yeah. it's just abysmal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's still surprising. I, I know you're right. It's, it's still surprising. It's it's. I'm sure there was a lot going into that. There was there was the fact that they probably didn't like the golf course. Yes. You know, if 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 you get to a place and you can't stand the golf course, and we've gotten to a place where, look, if you're setting up a golf course, if, you're, if your job is to set up a golf course, the last people in the world you should ask how you should set it up are the players. The players. And the fact that the tour, look, I love the tour, okay? I think they're a bunch of bright people. But the last people in the world I'm going to ask how I set up the golf course and did you like the golf course are the players. I don't care if you like the golf course when I'm setting it up. You have a philosophy on what type of player you want to reward, and you set up a golf course accordingly. It's not that hard to figure out dispersion rates, how far things go, and then using math and using a formula, your philosophical formula about what type of player you want to reward, what type of golf you want to reward. The Masters is great at this, yes. by the way. They're yeah. terrific at it. Augusta National. They know what type of player they want to yep. award, reward. They know what type of golf they want to see, and they set their golf course up. And they get it. Accordingly. If that means they have to mow the fairways back towards the players, they do it. Um, so, you know, the players, by and large, get what they want, which, was, which is wide fairways, little rough, and the person who can deadlift the most is going to win. And... and the golf national wasn't about deadlifting. Yeah. It was more a game of darts. Right. You know, it was about darts, and our guys can't play darts. <laughs> no, they cannot. Not very well. Before we close it up, is there anything else that sort of stands out in your mind that you want to wax poetic about? Yeah, you know, that was there's, a good year. There's, there's there's a lot. You know, there is there's a lot to to see Justin Rose ascend to number one. I thought was was. Look, I mean, he's not my best friend at all, but I, I certainly pull for him. Um, it was poetic. To see a guy's career, his amateur career, it had a dream ending. And then to see his, his professional career had a nightmare beginning. To see the juxtaposition of the ending and the beginning. And then all of us were very familiar with his plight. And, um, and to see him ascend to number one this late in his career... It was, it was the reason you play sports. It was the reason that everybody out there is trying to make changes because they're all trying to get better, which is, look, nobody makes changes to get worse. Right. But the rub on making changes is, is that you risk getting worse. So it comes with a lot of risks. And to see a guy overcome making changes, getting worse, getting better, getting worse, getting better, and then become exponentially better late in his career and to see somebody with the class that he has. Because I look at Justin Rose as what this game is at its core. I know there's always pressure to grow the game, and, and I say no, that I don't want the game to be grown at, at any cost. I don't want the game to change. I, I like the comportment 
and the class that has been a big part of the tradition of this game. And when you start to look at players who comport themselves with the traditions that are consistent with this, the traditions of this game, you know, Justin Rose is like Jack Nicklaus. He's like Bobby Jones. Um, he is a class act. So I thought that was, that was great for golf. It was a great story. It's not over yet. It's still going. And, and, and so maybe he's not, you know, Justin Rose. It's not like he's a bad quote, but there'll never be another Tiger Woods. It'll likely Phil Mickelson's come along far more often than Tigers, mm -hmm. but Phil's are hard to find too. Sure. But in the middle there, you got a Ju Justin Rose who handles himself with class. And uh, it's just, it's, he's, he literally is great for golf, but he's in the shadows a lot because of monster stories, Tiger yeah. and Phil. Yeah, you're right. And he's 10 million richer. He's 10 million richer. Um, Maybe he should be your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's always good to have a friend with a private jet <laughs> and boats. That's yes. what you want. You want friends <laughs> with jets and boats. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, man. I, yeah, I appreciate pleasure. you doing this I, all year I, long. I, it's I, been I, good. At uh, the end of the year, I just want to say I appreciate uh, what uh, GolfChannel.com does. I, uh, I've always said this. You know, my wife has been a part of y'all's team yep. for years and years and years, and I joke with her that. She knows more about golf than I do because y'all cover every single story in the game of golf. You cover it, and you cover it beautifully. I read your stuff. I'm a big fan of the people that are on your team. Uh, so it's always a treat for me to, to come and, and sit with you guys and, and talk to y'all. So I have a lot of respect for what well, you do and your team does. So I appreciate it. I brought, brought you on just so you can say that. I wish you would have said it 20 <laughs> minutes earlier. But well, so those listening to the end can get the, get the ultimate payoff. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Randall. Thanks for listening to this Golf Channel podcast presented by Top Golf. For more, please visit golfchannel.com slash podcast or subscribe via most podcast providers. Thanks for sticking along. We will see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.